0: Welcome to JM with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, December 6th, and Joe, America is back to not caring about soccer again. Nope. We we gave up.
1: Yep. No, and actually, it was funny. Funny thing is, is like, I just figured out the format of soccer now.
0: You figured out how soccer works, right? Yeah,
1: now that we advanced from the first round, I knew exactly what was going on. You know what? Like, we have a a bracket.
0: Yeah, we're not familiar with this group stage stuff, but once you put it everything in brackets, America completely understands what's going on. Oh, yeah. It's like this
1: is madness all over again.
0: Yeah, we we love brackets. Uh, in, um, as, as Americans, we love brackets. It, it makes the most sense. It's like I go against you, and then the winner of that goes against the winner of the people that play right below us in the same bracket. It, it's just it's, – it's much easier to understand.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, even the biggest, biggest tradition, which I'm referring to college football uh, – bowl games the biggest tradition even had to cave in to play uh to a bracket
0: yep exactly the playoffs there in 2024 we're gonna have 12 team playoff i can't wait i uh, me too it's gonna it's literally it's gonna be what january madness
1: mm-hmm.
0: doesn't that doesn't go we'll, we'll figure something else out um <clears throat> anyways so america got knocked out by the netherlands um i was i watched this game the netherlands was just was just a better team they they were just better at soccer yeah and it's okay because America that we we were a young team. It was a very it's a very young team, a very exciting team, Christian Polistics. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very patriotic. He's he's just he's like happy to be there type
1: of guy. The next LeBron James. This is like LeBron James's early early career with Cleveland, you know. He's like the big dog. He just needs to get some other, you know, other big dogs on to his team and then we're going to be all big dogs. Be dogs. We're, yeah, and we'll take down Argentina. Okay.
0: But by that time, Lionel Messi probably won't be there.
1: It's so, all good. We, we will still celebrate like he was.
0: Okay. All right. We'll do. Um, I have a couple of questions. So the quarterfinals are all set. Um, Morocco upset Spain. That was a crazy one. That's um, insane. But the rest of them, that's kind of it, it's kind of what everybody predicted. Um, Netherlands are playing Argentina. Croatia, the Cinderella team, if you remember, of two thousand eighteen is back in the in the quarterfinals okay. but they're going to they're most likely going to get annihilated by Brazil and then England versus France is like i mean that's that's the ultimate matchup right absolutely i, I think that's
1: just i mean that's that's historic i mean shoot you don't get any older than that that's mm-hmm. like i mean that's packers packers chicago equivalent that's like um i mean ohio state michigan that's that's the biggest rivalry of them all you know yeah. alabama auburn Absolutely. Just to put it in football terms, so you know our U.S. viewers understand the dynamic of this rivalry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, this goes back to like you know,
0: right? It's like the the the, the Roman 12, yeah 1200s. twelve hundred the Romans versus the Germans, like the the Romans versus the the um oh, what was the uh, the barbarians up up north? I can't remember what they were called. Uh, the Mongols? No, the no. Mongols were in uh, that was Genghis Khan. That was in Asia. The I don't remember. Anyways. We passed we didn't pass history. No, 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 no. Um so yeah, then we got um let's see, we got Morocco versus Portugal. Portugal, funny thing is, looks better without Cristiano Ronaldo on the on the pitch. Yeah. They so they played uh Switzerland today and Cristiano Ronaldo did not start. And not only did he not start, he didn't come in the 70th minute, and not only did he come into the 70th minute, he his replacement is a 21-year-old by the name of Goncarlo Bramos—that's his last name—who had a hat trick. Jeez, had a hat trick. So I don't know what that's gonna do to Cristiano Ronaldo. I know he just got that 200 million dollar a year contract with Saudi Arabia. Did you see that shit?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. making
0: 211 million dollars. This is U.S. U.S. million dollars a year, a year. That's insane. <laughs> That's not a contract. That's a year.
1: The with so- so- the Saudi Saudis, and- they just throw money at any and every every sport. They're like, we want the we want the best of the best, and we have a bunch of money to do it. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting with the older crowds, the ones that already have
0: a name. Because if you look at even golf, they're they're getting all the older guys, mm-hmm. the, the, the older guys. And I, I don't know what their strategy is. I don't know if they're, they're using them to, like, bring in new guys or something. But I, I, I feel like if you throw that much money around to anybody, I don't care how old you are, it's going to be – they're, they're going to join.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, eventually. But that's the thing. I mean, all the younger guys watched the older guys growing up. That's probably their inspiration. So – if they see all the older guys going in in that direction, you know they're just gonna follow along. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, they could they could look at them as sellouts, but I think like somebody weighs two hundred million dollars a year in your face, who's not gonna take it? Who's not gonna take it? Exactly. All right. Well, that was talking soccer. Um, let's get to some football. I saw a weird, uh, I don't know, just some a weird uh, meme that kind of hurt my brain. Um, Stetson Bennett is twenty five years old. In his fifth year in college, and Lamar Jackson is 25 years old in his fifth year in the NFL. Try and wrap your mind around that. That's pretty crazy. It's hard to wrap your mind around that. Like, and here's the thing: Stetson Bennett. I think Stetson Bennett is doing exactly what Stetson Bennett needs to do. He's not going to be an NFL, a good NFL quarterback. He probably won't even be a backup. But you know what? He will be. He will be the most successful car salesman. In Georgia,
1: in the Georgia area, yeah,
0: he'll have he'll own so many dealerships in the Georgia area. It's gonna be you're gonna see his face on every billboard in in Georgia.
1: Yeah, and he's gonna be involved with a bunch of Georgia University of Georgia events, and yeah, he's gonna have you know he'll be make a little. Previews and different shows, uh, you know, associated with the university. He's going to be, yeah, he's Georgia through and through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's that guy
0: that, you know, you go to the, when you go to college, you got this guy on, like, the basketball team or whatever, and he's solely on the team just for spirit and because he motivates people because he puts in 100% effort. Like, talent-wise, he has no business being on the court, but he puts in so much effort that they let him in because they energize the team mm-hmm. and then afterwards they stick around they they join the faculty they probably join the coaching staff and they're they're just like their their whole entire life is is the college mm-hmm. that's that's stetson bennett that's yeah. what stetson bennett is except he's probably going to just own a bunch of car dealerships too
1: yeah side note he's also a little shit. is he a little shit? he's a little shit. okay cool well i mean he's the guy that celebrates and does little hand gestures every time there's a touchdown he throws a touchdown it's and it's not like it's not like team celebration type of things it's like oh you know huh, drop the mic type of thing it's like no dude you're not you're not that good you just have like a wealth of like NFL st- superstars you know on your team <laughs> Dude, the only
0: reason why anybody's talking about you for Heisman is because of the people, the te- the guys around you. Yeah. You don't deserve the Heisman. No, the rest of your fucking team deserves the Heisman. Yeah, your when you have the second shit. coming of
1: Rob Gronkowski as your tight end, and then also a duplicate as his backup, and you know, just awesome talent. Well, on the offensive line and, your your defense, de- and defense, and defense line, and your defense. The, the is defense
0: just... is. I guarantee you. I. What do you think the spread would be if the Texans played Georgia Bulldogs? Mm. I think, I think it'd be like a, a thirteen and a half point spread. Thirteen and a half point yeah, uh, for Texans? For Texans. Yeah. And, Texans and
1: Texans just aren't good. They're
0: not good at football. They're not good. We'll we'll get to that. Um let's see, a couple of things real quick. Baker to LA. Um LA the Rams just are desperate for a quarterback.
1: Yeah, but that was a little bit of a shock. I don't know if you if you think so or not. Um, but did you not get shocked by that news? Because I, I thought he was a, I thought he was set for San Fran.
0: Well, I think it, initially he, because they, the Carolina him and the Carolina Panthers mutually parted ways, mm-hmm. and I think it was when Jimmy G went down they talked about it, and then the Rams got involved. So it was initially to San Fran. I think Kyle Shanahan used his better judgment or I don't know Kyle Shanahan just probably wanted a challenge he was like oh Brock Purdy my new challenge let's go I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go to the NFC championship with Brock fucking Purdy
1: <laughs> yeah like you know what now it's not as much of a challenge anymore with Jimmy G because he's already done it
0: exactly and then Br- Baker Mayfield's already won a playoff game so let's get Mr. Irrelevant here and win a fucking playoff game with the last <laughs> pick of the fucking draft <laughs> right <laughs> let's go that's Kyle Shanahan's brain for you right so that's I think that's what and then like I said the Rams are just they're they're gonna be in a they're gonna be a dumpster fire for a little bit and I think I actually had this written down in my notes for the game um I think Sean McVay needs to go into broadcasting now like go into after the, after this game after this year I mean go into broadcasting the it's it's done it's, it was a nice run you were built to win now now it's it now is over it's later let's go
1: it's yeah. time to leave. You don't I mean, think you don't think though that Baker Mayfield is uh, his side project as far as like a, you know, a redemption tour for him and to uh, replace Matt Stafford in a in a way. Is that what you think? Well, because Matt Stafford still maybe has a couple more years. I mean, he still probably has a few more years, but yeah. he's go, he's on, on kind of the end of his uh, his tenure. But you give you know because the thing is is like basically Baker Mayfield had his two times up basically all quarterbacks you have two chances and then it's and then you're you know solidified backup or if you don't want to play much anymore you just retire right so like um so Baker Mayfield you know Browns and then at Carolina both didn't work out now he's they uh, the Rams capitalized on you know him being a backup cuz now he's solidified as a backup but you can work with him a couple of years and maybe try to get him into that starting role. You think they're
0: gonna transform the game and now it's gonna instead of quarterbacks only getting two shots, they're gonna get three strikes or out type thing. Uh, so you you don't stop at two strikes; you get one more
1: strike. Maybe, maybe I don't know.
0: I still think it's a bad idea for Sean McVay. I don't think that's the way his brain works. I think he's a. Big puzzle, big picture, big puzzle type of guy. He likes to put all the pieces together. He doesn't like to work on one little section, he likes to have everything together. You know what I'm saying? like, Or he,
1: maybe he's the opposite of Kyle Shanahan, whereas Kyle Shanahan loves the challenge. Sean McVay hates, you know, working with a shitty quarterback. Exactly. That Actually, that's probably, yeah. <laughs> he just was like, you know what? Because he, he tried to upgrade with Jared Goff. From yeah. Jared Goff. And Jared Goff wasn't actually playing bad. He surprised me because I didn't think he was actually going to be the quarterback that he's been in the NFL. I thought he was going to bomb. But, uh, you know what? I'll admit that I'm wrong on that one. But That's, that's very big of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but basically, so he upgraded from Matthew Stafford. So now that Matthew Stafford's out, he must just hate it. Like okay. he just hates football all together because his quarterback isn't good.
0: So basically the way I'm getting this the analogy I'm going to use is business. So basically Kyle Shanahan is like an entrepreneur that likes to build his own business. Like he wants to start it himself. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay likes to just take over an already existing and productive business. Yes. He doesn't want to start fresh. He doesn't he just wants that big that that um the business that is just just churning out profits, churning out profits. He just wants to buy it and let it go. Just kind of guide it. Look at the books. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, he wants to build that bitch from scratch. He wants to build
1: it from scratch.
0: I gotta like it. All right, that's good. Um, all right, so we just we pretty much touched on everything I wanted to get to uh, before the games. Do you have anything else before we get to the Bills Patriots? Let's get to it. All right, Bills versus Patriots. Bills beat the Patriots twenty four to ten. Um, it, it was. Uh, it was kind of what I expected. I mean, it was a decent Thursday night game for compared to what we've been having. Yep. You know? Um Dude, I Do you know who Marcus Jones is? Yep. I, well, that's because
1: you're a big college guy, but I didn't know who Marcus Jones was. He's a Well, I only knew about him until when he got to the NFL.
0: Okay. He was a DB for Houston, and he's still a defensive back. But Bill Belichick is the king of just finding randos. He's just, like finding those rando Fucking players and just utilizing them. He's a defensive back. Now they use him on special teams, um, also. But he, he 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 had a nice run. Yeah, he had a nice run. I thought he was a running back. I was looking through the Patriots running backs and I couldn't find him. And I was like,
1: all right, what the fuck? But yeah, no, he was quarterback. But he's actually, whenever he got on my radar was when he had that punt return. Um, oh, no, he's earlier so f- this he's year. So, he's so he was fast. really fast.
0: So fast. Well, of course, that's what gets him on your radar. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Speed. Speed.
0: <laughs> and if you if you run a four four or below, you are on Joe's
1: radar. Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> and it has nothing to do with you playing so much Madden.
1: <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I mean, you should see my roster I have right now for my franchise. Mm. I picked I, up. I picked up Marquise Godwin off the go, uh, waiver Mar- Mar- wire. What, who was that? Marquise.
0: Mar- Marquise.
1: Marquise. Is it Marquise yeah. or Marquise? It's
0: Mar- I think it's Marquise. It could be Marquise. You can. We'll go Marquise.
1: Yeah, Marquise. All right. Um, no, I picked <laughs> him off. Picked him off free agency because I saw he had 97 speed.
0: Oh, uh, that makes sense. Um, that Josh Allen tutty, tutty to Gabe Davis was wild. That guy was just draped all over Gabe Davis. Yep, it was awesome. Um, he, the, 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 what is it? Okay, so Stephon Diggs did this, and a lot of the really, really good wide receivers, I think it's the really, really cocky wide receivers, but. I think I, I know where you're going with this, too. They hold the ball like a loaf of bread? Yes. Yeah. What, what is it with these, like, cause Tyreek Hill, OBJ, Stephon Diggs, they all do this shit, and they, like, they grab it. And then they just hold on to it in the palm of their hand, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 terrifies me every single time.
1: Oh, absolutely!
0: It's I'm just like, just hold the ball like a normal fucking person.
1: Like I obviously I get it. Like they, you can make better cuts that way. But yeah, I I have to go with you as as well as far as it being a cocky thing. It's definitely a cocky thing.
0: Uh, well, one hundred percent. This is uh, I know I'm good and I know I'm really fast and I know you can't tackle me. So and I know I'm, there's
1: not anybody within five yards of around me right now.
0: Exactly. It's so okay, all right. I'm glad we figured that out because I, I was I was trying to wrap my brain around it. I didn't know what the fuck was going on there. Because like the
1: instant a mediocre wide receiver does that, it's a fumble. Fumble for it's sure. An absolute
0: fumble. Oh, absolutely. Um. Let's see, we had a doink. We had a doink in this game. It fooled Al Michaels, too. Oh, I think it fooled everybody. Uh, Yeah, it it really did. Because the way it looked, it looked like it went went in. Um, Well,
1: and the thing was, it wasn't like, you know, last week we had Justin Tucker with the 67-yarder, you know, like where you're guessing, oh, is it going to be far enough because it's a long distance? Right. This was like a 40-something yarder, wasn't Mm
0: -hmm. it? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: it's one of those that you should, that like the distance should be good
0: 10 times out of 10. Mm -hmm. It's the accuracy. Yep. So yeah, I guess that's why we got, we got a little confused with that. Um, you got anything else on this? Uh, that's about it. Um, the, Oh, my last thing, the last, so the last drive for the Patriots in the fourth quarter, it took five and a half minutes. It's like they were down. I know they were down a couple of possessions, but like. Let's try and hurry it up. Like you, they got they. They started with seven and a half minutes, and they weren't done till um, I think I think it was like two minutes left, less than two minutes left.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: like, you, you got to speed that shit up if you got if you're
1: down multiple possessions. You can't just take that much time in the fourth quarter. That's the that's the downfall on dump um, those quarterbacks that like to dump it yeah. dump it to the flats because and, yeah, you are making positive yards, but you're you're taking a long time to go down the field. Yeah.
0: And I mean, Bill Belichick, all he he always had some type of game plan similar to that. But he's always had Tom Brady that could, if need be, chuck it down the field to whoever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So the Bills beat the Patriots 24-10. four ten. Let's go to the Steelers versus Fal- Falcons. This was this actually kind of turned out to be a decent game. It, did. it I, did. I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, uh, but Mike so Mike crazy eyes Tomlin um (laughs) did you see he was walking in the tunnel I think it was at halftime and some guy was asking him trying to some like I I don't know I guess it was a fan or something was trying to ask him a question or something he's like I'm in
1: uh, like um actually just give him give him a thumbs up he honestly he was just looking he was just trying to be like an innocent fan oh like give him a thumbs up Yeah. yeah
0: Well, and and what did what did what did my say? <laughs> He's
1: like I'm fucking working I'm fucking right now. I'm <laughs> fucking
0: working. It's like that um do you remember that my new haircut um YouTube video? Yeah. He's yep. like and when he comes in he goes not now chief, I'm in the fucking zone. <laughs> that's that, that's
1: exactly what I thought <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah,
0: that's a throwback. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. that that was nice. That was cool. Um I like Mike Tomlin. dude. He was zoned in. I Honestly, it's just in, in anybody who's got that much like fire and like that much just focus on something. It it baffles me. I, I the only way I could focus that hard on something is when I just snort like five Adderall. Yes, that's yes. it. And and these guys are just doing it. Nat- well, okay, I think he's just doing it naturally. I, I really do believe that. But his crazy eyes might say say otherwise. Might say differently. Um, but uh, dude, so uh, I know you saw this. I don't know who all else saw this, um, but we might have had the stiff arm of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean he's given Samaj uh, P. Ryan a, a run for his money yeah. on this one. So
0: not if, for those of you who didn't see it, um, Najee Harris basically made he he shoved Richie Grant into the into the turf so hard that Richie Grant is still embedded in the turf. Oh really? Yeah, he like I'm talking just. Manhandled him into the turf. Yeah, he might be buried there now. Okay, I think that's what it, they are. They have an RIP and peace sign, so set up a grave for him right yeah. there. Yeah, the uh, the, it was. I I don't know what you thought of it, but it was it was like the most brutal. Like you know how you have some stiff arms that just throw. People like Jalen Ramsey into space. Mm-hmm. This one actually might have killed him.
1: Yeah, no, I think he was. I, I, I honestly was thinking because yeah, there was a lot of built up frustration from Najee on that that stiff farm. You could tell he must have <laughs> gone into the comment section on a like a, a blog or a board, you know, a Reddit board of like you know his performance so far in fantasy, and must must have read like fantasy owners' comments about him because there there was some built up frustration. I don't know where it was from, but it you was know, from somewhere. I think it
0: stems from, you remember that announcer that said that he was sleeping on the floor of his roommate's room in college and shit? Mm. You remember that? I think it stemmed from there and just built up.
1: So he finally like, discovered People are that.
0: like, people, no, oh no, no, he knew, because he was like, he, he heard the commenta- commentators and he tweeted out, it's like, I, I wasn't sleeping on no fucking floor. And I, I think he just was like, oh, people are making this shit up. And then, he probably did, you know, go into the comment section and read. I think every player to like a certain extent should go and read some of the comments in their in the comment section of of shit that they post or that's posted about them just to add a little
1: fuel i was about to say if they're a little bit on e you know need some motivation need some fuel go into the comment section yeah
0: and something that like smelling salts just won't do yes you know you need you need something that drugs can't help you with and that's like that's just that mental mental boost yes the mental fuel mhm so some people get down from those from those comments. I, th- I think if you're if you're a professional football player, that shit
1: fires you up. You gotta yeah, you gotta use it to fire you up.
0: Um, so there was a critical holding call late in the fourth on the Patterson Cordell Patterson touchdown run. It was the right call, um, but you just got you got to clean it up. Uh, yep. That that would have that would have put the Falcons ahead and could have possibly won it for them. Do you ride Mariota for the rest of the season? Or do you put – is it Desmond Ritter time?
1: Mm, you're still – let's put it this way. You're still in contention with the god-awful NFC South, you know, standings right now. So I, I think you still ride with Mariota, you know, mm-hmm. because if you – I mean, you could completely wreck things if you go with Desmond Ritter. Not saying that Desmond Ritter's bad or anything, but there's always that possibility of messing up the chemistry, messing up the flow. So – I don't know. I I would have I would wait until you're completely out of it before I I start going with Desmond Ritter.
0: And that and that's what they were saying. A lot of the coaches and put them in a low pressure uh, environment. Yeah, the GM I think was saying the same thing. He was just like, we're not as long as we still have a shot at the playoffs, we we're gonna ride with Mariota. I I don't think they have a shot at making the playoffs. I know te- like statistically they do, but mm. I. I'll go ahead and call it the the Falcons are not going to make the playoffs. It's going to be the it's going to be the Buccaneers, the Saints, P- Panthers, and, and Falcons are, are not making the playoffs. Yeah. No. And yep. honestly, we'll get to this later, but I, I hope the Bucks lose in the first round because I don't want anybody representing the NFC South any farther than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I got something on that a little bit later on too. You got anything else on this game? Uh, yeah. Just going to quickly mention the uh, the TJ Watt tracker. They are three and one now that he's been back.
0: Yep. Yep, that's true. He he didn't really have too much of an impact. Well, okay, he didn't have too much of a statistical impact,
1: but you know, he always has an impact. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how does some a defensive player like that, you know, change the whole trajectory of a team's record in general? Mm-hmm. I mean, so he's got I mean, regardless of what statistic, statistical, you know, box score stats that he puts on the, you know, puts up there right. like they're three and one. That's they the, should. That's they, the best best uh, stat that you need.
0: They should throw a a new like advanced stat on there, and it should be how many times you got double teamed.
1: Yeah, Do, like double or plus team. So double or triple team, or maybe how uh, how many like assisted stats. So like if somebody gets a sack, how much like how much of. Uh, like if somebody else gets a sack on your team, you assisted in getting that sack because you were double triple double, team.
0: double or triple team. So uh, oh, an assisted an assist for a sack. That's that's cool. I or assisted
1: for a, uh, uh, you know like a uh, uh, any stat. Like if somebody gets an interception because you were pressuring the quarterback.
0: Yeah, that's true. So like my, like the, and that's the thing. Like people like Miles Garrett are they they and he lights up the box score, but this would be an advanced analytics, and this guy would just light up the stat
1: sheet. Yeah, Amazon can do it. They got enough money to throw at it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I kind of want to do it too.
0: I feel like that would be cool.
1: Um, anyways, anything else? That's it.
0: Steelers beat the Falcons, nineteen sixteen. Uh, next one, Bears versus Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, new hair. Who dis? New hair. Who dis? Got a haircut, shaved up a little bit. Wanted to look good for uh, when he came home. A homecoming. A home. A, a homecoming. second homecoming. Second homecoming. This is his second home. He owns them. Um. He had a nice little salute at the end. It, it, dude, this is this is fucking amazing. I Rodgers could be on his deathbed with like a brain hemorrhage or whatever, and he will still get up and play against the Bears. And beat the Bears. And he'll beat the Bears. It's just I don't think anything anyone loves anything more than Aaron Rodgers beating the Bears at Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. It's like his favorite. It's the only thing he enjoys doing.
1: Yeah, it's his favorite pastime. It's th-
0: that's it. He, I think he'd rather do that than have sex.
1: Yes. So. um Maybe rather do that than do drugs. Yeah, I, th- I think so. That is that is his top drug
0: of drug of choice. That is true. That is true. He he just it gets him so high that it, it holds him off. It all holds him over until the off season. Yes, like he's okay. He he's good for the rest of the year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Fields is electric. Dude, he's so fast. That fucking—that run that he broke out early in the game, like in the first quarter, was just— It's—like, Chicago fans, I know, like, they've had a pretty rough go of it, and they lost to Aaron Rodgers again. But they got to just hold on to the fact that they have Justin Fields. Yep. Like, just just embrace it. Go to sleep with it. Cuddle it at night. Just wrap it around your mind and— It'll it'll help you. It, it will help you through this time. Mm-hmm. it because if I'm a Bears fan, like I'm, I tried putting myself in the Bears' perspective, Bears fans' perspective, it's not fun. It, I would hate Aaron Rodgers' guts.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, I would despise him because this is and this is definitely not just a this is not a Packers a uh, Bears thing because if Aaron Rodgers moves on to another team next year. It's gonna still stick with that. They want to
0: po- they want to poison his ayahuasca. Yes, that's like go Game of Thrones on this shit, or mm-hmm. like you know some medieval Socrates shit. Yes, like that's that's the way the Bears feel about Rogers. Um, let's see, Christian Watson continues to be a problem. He's awesome. Um, I think that's uh, eight touchdowns in four games. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! That's fucking wild. Eight touchdowns in four games. Yes. Dude, he's and he had a rushing touchdown. Did, did you see that rushing touchdown? It was like fifty-four yard rushing, tutty, and he just sped past everybody. He's pretty fast, so fast. Um, let's see. Uh, other than that, like it was, a, it was a decent game. It was, it was kind of everything you wanted it to be
1: between the Packers and the Bears. I mean, for two teams that are kind of a little bit out of contention with everything, yeah. Um, and then but it did have some implications as far as like bragging rights in the NFL Packers become the new winningest all-time franchise in NFL history mm-hmm. um,
0: which I mean yeah that's cool and it, it the only thing that makes that really cool because it's basically just who's been around the longest yes um the only reason why that makes that it makes it the only thing that makes it cool is is that it's between the Packers and the Bears. Yes. And they fucking hate each other. Yes. That's what makes this interesting. Because if it was like the Packers and, let's say, the Chiefs, it wouldn't be as great. Yeah. It wouldn't be as great. But because these two teams play each other twice a year, it makes it that much better.
1: Yeah, we can see this go back and forth for quite some time now.
0: Yes. I hope it goes
1: back and forth. Yeah.
0: Like I hope they go one and one next year.
1: Mm-hmm. That would be great. Well, it's also all-time... Of the whole schedule, so right, but it, it just it makes more implication on this game. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I... they should have. I hope they have the same same regular season record.
1: Yeah.
0: Is this all time play playoffs included?
1: Yeah. All time. Okay. All time okay. wins.
0: All right. I hope they have the same same record next year. I love it. Um, you got anything else in this game? Uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Jags versus Lions. The Jags lose to the Lions forty four or fourteen to forty. Bro. MCDC building something here, bro. He's got some things rolling. He's got some things rolling. They are um let's see, they They're second in their division, man. They're second in they have five wins. They're five and seven. If they win out, they have a good shot. Now, again, if they went out, they have a good shot. Um they have I did notice I was uh looking. Their their rest of the schedule, I think it has a couple of Easy games, but they have also have a couple of tough games. Yeah, they have – so Minnesota and the New York Jets are ne- their next two. Those two will be tough. Um, and then they have Carolina, Chicago at Green Bay.
1: Although I will say this. Minnesota, they have actually opened up as – which I don't know how, but they've opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think it's because it's in Detroit. It is in Detroit, and I think they – like Vikings have had close games for the past two games now, so it's like they're due. Like Vegas is saying, like they're due.
0: Right, but it's also a noon game. Well, noon Central, so that's Kirk Cousins' time. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. But hey, it's nice that you're. That's nice that they're favored against the um, what are they? Ten and two Minnesota Vikings.
1: Yeah. Should yeah. be ten two.
0: Ten and two Minnesota Vikings. That's that's always good. You have a losing record against a ten and two team, and you're favored. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. That's that's gotta be that's gotta be nice. MCDC. MCDC baby. Um. Let's see. The Amon Ross St. Brown is is still a monster, dude. His 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 brother at uh, Chicago is also. They, they're just those brothers are just born to play football. Oh yeah. That's it. They they're just born to play football. Um. And it's it's fun to watch. They they both just they excel. Mm-hmm. And, and they accept the position. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the new Gumby. New Gumby, yeah, yeah. Did you see that tackle? His leg bent in like a literally. A, it looks like it's rubber. Yeah, yeah. In a rubbery fashion, and how it's not broke, like just torn in half.
1: I have no idea. No, he uh, he came back out there. Real football guy, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, it was weird. I I saw it and I was just like it, I cringed.
1: Um, but must be yoga.
0: Uh, he he might do some Pilates or something. Might do Pilates. Yeah, we'll
1: stay. we'll have to figure it. out his we'll, workout regimen.
0: We'll we'll look into it. Um, so the, I I noticed this the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're, they're, this was a uh, a week of just me like learning new people, new people's names. Okay. Um, like the, uh, people that I've never heard of before. Um, uh, I should have heard of this guy because he was at Ole Miss. But Snoop Connor. Running, oh, yeah. back, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep, Snoop Connor. His name's Snoop. Yep, I fucking love it. <laughs> um, Anyways, you got anything else? Like this is the Jags are just not very good right now. Um, they got they got some things that they can build on. They had some bright lights, bright spots, but the 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 Lions are good. Their offense is clicking. Jared Goff is playing out of his mind.
1: I was gonna say, like against okay defenses and bad defenses, the Lions' offense is fun to watch. They now, are, when it's like against a good defense, like obviously they get kind of a little bit stuffed. They're not so they're not like elite yet, but they're good. They're fun. Mm-hmm. They're
0: getting some momentum. Yeah, um, it, it's impossible for Dan Campbell to lose this locker room. He, he's got them. It's it's gonna be. That's it's gonna take. Uh, a uh, Ray Rice type of ordeal, or a Deshaun Watson, or you know a Mike Vick type of ordeal for him to lose this locker room. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's the foundation of his coaching style is to, is to have the locker room. Like if he ever loses the locker room, then he's done. He quit. He has to quit coaching. He's got to quit coaching.
0: Yeah, because but like, I don't
1: think that. Like I said, I think that's his foundation.
0: And and here's the thing: his foundation goes so deep that I think he can do. He can mess up a couple of times. Now Deshaun Watson Watson type of mess up probably. Not he can mess up a couple of times. That's why, like, some of his kind of uh, doy doi play calls have been overlooked mm-hmm. because that it it doesn't matter because the team's behind him.
1: Yeah, the team's behind him. They're like, oh look, you know, he's he's looking out for what's best for us. He, he <laughs> you know he's trying his hardest for us.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, because he has had some some a little off the wall play calls this season that you just kind of like. It, you try and wrap your head around, but then it's just like maybe he just had a, a you know, his his brain just kind of had a lapse and it wasn't thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. So you got anything else? That's it.
0: Uh, all right. So the Jags lose to the Lions 40, 14 to forty. Let's go to the Jets Vikings. Jets lose to the Vikings twenty two to twenty seven. I guess we we were we might have been a little bit wrong about Mike White. Uh, he didn't get the W, but he had himself a fucking game, and he put his team in position not once but twice late in the fourth quarter to win that game.
1: To win that game, he's yeah. a
0: Braxton Berrios bad bad drop away from going ahead with like two minutes left in the fourth quarter.
1: I mean that is very true, but he did not have any touchdowns. He that's true. He had
0: an. And he had an.
1: Yeah, two an, interceptions. Two interceptions. Yeah, but he so, did have
0: three hundred sixty nine yards. Also, I, uh, Salah needs to realize that you're. You're, you're starting Mike White. And he did this with Joe Flacco. Let's not let him throw the ball fi- 57 times. Yeah. He did that early in the season with Joe Flacco. Like, bro, Zonovan White is, he, like, Zonovan. Zonovan Knight. Knight, that's it. Yeah, Zonovan Knight actually played decent. Like, he wasn't a bad, he wasn't a bad back. Like, he, I, I don't know why you, you just, like, you kind of go with him a little bit more. Like, you you can't expect Mike White to throw 57 passes every single
1: game. And, in like, not I, – I, I don't know. I just think it's too much. Well, I mean, in the speci- his specialty is defense. So it's like, you know, basically what you want to do is you want to cater to your defense. Um, so, like, and if you don't have, like, an elite offense or a good – like, an elite, you know, play caller at quarterback – you don't want to be like ultra aggressive on that end. You wanna just you wanna kinda of be like a little bit a little bit uh more conservative, just kinda of be more creative on play calling, um and let the defense kinda of keep you in the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Zonovan Knight had ninety yards on how many attempts did he had? He had fifteen rush attempts. The next person was James Robinson who had four attempts. Like I think you can get more people involved. Yeah. I don't know. Um Garrett Wilson had himself a fucking phenomenal game, he, although he had 15 targets. Him and Davis combined both for 25 targets total. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins won again. He, they, he didn't play. It, it wasn't a pretty game for Kirk Cousins, but, hey, he got the W. He got the W. He got the W. Um, Let's see. Greg Leg had a day. You saw that? He had himself a 60-yarder. Yeah, he, he went five for five, too. He yep. was perfect on the day. Um. Why is Zach Wilson still not dressing? Is this like a punishment thing?
1: I think this is the procedure.
0: Is this this is this the is process? The,
1: this is the process that they uh, that they are installing for him. So instead
0: of like a kid, you you know pull their pants down and pop their hiney. this is the adult ver- Jets version of you know spanking him in the booty.
1: Because he did have a headset on.
0: I did see that. Yeah, he did have a headset, but he just kind of looks miserable. Like it, it just he, I. Like It it might not be misery, but it's just, like, he looks shunned. Yeah. I think shunned's the better word. He does. He looks shunned out, and, like, it's just not a good look.
1: Which is not a good look, especially if you, like, if he's had his headset on, which means he's listening to, like, offensive plays and stuff like that. That means he's not actually getting what's going on in his headset. (laughs) So, like. He's lost. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good for uh, Zach Wilson. Uh Uh-huh. Um
0: I know I heard a lot of Jets fans saying that like you know, Braxton Berrios lost the game for for them. They still even if Braxton Berrios would have got that touchdown pass, the the Kirk Thuggins would have had about I think 2 minutes left. Yeah, he
1: still would have had a 2 minutes of and time. a couple of timeouts because so, that was the first time that they went down and right, there was right. a second time they almost scored two. Correct, so Correct. Uh,
0: so they just because you would have got that touchdown doesn't mean you would have won the fucking game. So chill the fuck out. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. Okay, Jets lose to the Vikings, twenty-two to twenty-seven. Commanders Giants. Um, I I fucking hate ties. I can't stand ties. This second is, tie of the year. This is fucking stupid. I can't stand it. Um, and honestly, the the Commanders get a bye next week, and then they play the Giants right back again. Yeah, what the what weirdest
1: if they, weirdest scheduling of all time.
0: What if they tried to or what if they um yeah, it is weird. What if they tied both games? <laughs>
1: that would be nuts.
0: Imagine trying to wrap your head around the playoff bracket like or like trying to piece together you know, cuz you know how like the last 2 weeks of the season you got the the playoff um what do you call it? The playoff simulator mm-hmm. and you're just trying to like piece together in your head how this record is going to work, you know, with the playoff system. Mhm. So, it's I, I hate him. I, I, dude. I felt like this game was just tied the whole time. Yeah, I know it wasn't, but it just felt that way.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you think there's collusion going on in the NFC East? They're I, trying ooh. to get all teams into the playoffs.
0: Joe, I like where you're going with this. They are fucking frauds.
1: Fuck all of them. They're these. all frauds. They're just trying to get themselves in, and that's why they did a tie. They had the two two worst records in the NFC East, and you know if they would have one of them, they got a loss, they might have let let somebody else in. And they're trying to barricade everybody from yeah, getting— they're beat. trying
0: to bully the NFC South team in, into not being able to make the playoffs.
1: They're <laughs> Like any NFC South team? Any, yeah.
0: <laughs> they're just like, nobody from the NFC South should be in the playoffs. And I agree. I agree with them. It, it, that's, they have a point. But I do like the collusion theory. I think they are colluding with each other because that's a fucking stupid NFC East thing to do. They, they're not the NFC beast. They're the NFC least. Yep um they uh, here's the thing i'm having more uh, i'm having a harder time so i I gotta come up with new ways to to shit on the nfc east Mm -hmm. so this is i'm gonna roll with this collusion thing the collusion We're, we're gonna we're gonna this is that's good you planted a seed in my brain yep um let's see we had dude did you see brian dable's head
1: Brian Dable's head. Um,
0: Dude, like, the, I'm, th- I'm not talking about his face. I'm talking about the top of his head, his bald head.
1: That didn't look, like, particularly, like, long and hard at it. It was red. It was red. But he,
0: and here's the thing. It would have been okay if, like, his whole head, including his face, was red. But it was just the top of his head was red and his face was, like, normal color. Mm. I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if, like, he had an allergic reaction with, like, some nair that he might have put on his head. Maybe. But it looked weird. And honestly, Brian, like, I know you like showing off your bald head, but if you have, if it, if it looks like you poured acid on top
1: of your head, put on a hat.
0: You know, where it, it's, it's cold. Like, put on a fucking hat.
1: You put on a little beanie or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> um, maybe his brain was pissed off. Oh, maybe he was getting fucking heated by like his eyes. Like, his mind was, like, really, really hot. Like, mm. it was really, it was on overdrive.
0: Okay, it's like, you know, when a when a computer starts like like I don't know, whatever a computer does. I'm not a fucking nerd. Um, and you know, the the fans kick on and mm-hmm. it's got to cool it down. Yep. Or you turn your brightness all the way up on your phone and your phone gets hot. Okay. Yep. That's the, okay. I see. All right, cool. Um yeah, I didn't go to school for that. Anyways, Daniel Jones had a a throw to Darius Slayton that air, it carried it had 55 and a half air yards. Yep. like he chucked this thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I didn't know Daniel Jones was capable
1: of that. No, because no. of
0: all the running and the check downs.
1: Yeah, no, he's very surprising as a quarterback. He, I'm not gonna really, lie,
0: exactly, because like, and, and here's the, I, I do think that because we thought he was the second coming of Eli Manning, that we're just we're really shocked by by. What he's been able to do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like the running, just the the type of throws. We just think that we we think that we're watching Eli Manning. Yeah. So that's what we come to expect.
1: Yes, and he's actually you know proving himself to be you know splitting away from that that name or for that comparison.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially this year, I think he's he's put the most distance between him and his
1: uh in his lookalike Eli Manning. Yeah. So, I, and I guess also the bar is set really low, you know, for me, for Daniel Jones. So, like, anything he does is, like, surprising. hmm So. Yeah. I think,
0: and honestly, I think that's where, like, people like Brian Dable um, and Dan Campbell, they thrive. Mm-hmm. They need, the, they need that underdog mentality. Yeah. They need that, that, hey, people are sleeping on us or they doubting us and this is where he this is where Brian Dable thrives. Thrives. Whenever uh, I I want to check the stats, but I want to see like Brian Dable's record when he's favored versus when he's an underdog. I feel like I feel like he's going to have a better record when he's an underdog.
1: Yeah, I I I would love to see that stats, it's not something I'm going to look up.
0: Me neither. But it would just be interesting.
1: Yeah, you know. Um anyways, you got anything else? Um the Johan th- Dotson spin move was dope. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. But no, that's about it.
0: Okay. Uh, Commanders and Giants tie. Um, so, I honestly, I, in my brain, I don't really count it. Uh, all right, so this one was a tough one to swallow. The di- the Titans versus the, the Eagles. Um, I had high hopes for this one because I really, really wanted my Eagles or frauds theory to, to pan out. And um, But that might be good. Uh, here's the thing. Their defense had a glaring hole in their run defense, I think. Mm-hmm. And they shut down Derrick Henry so I'm I'm a little uh I I, 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 I I get I might have to bite the bullet and just say I I was wrong maybe because dude the made Eagles, the Eagles offense they, they make it look so fucking easy yeah it's like and then, I know this was an AJ Brown revenge game or whatever but man it was flawless. Against the Mike Vrabel defense. Like, they played a perfect game. This was a stomping. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even close from the get-go. No. Uh, so, I guess, I mean, it, Brown had eight catches, 119 yards, and two toddies. It was just, it, it, in his second touchdown, he was being hugged. He was like, being hugged. He was it was like hugged. a sandwich hug. It, it was a sandwich catch. Yes, it was a sandwich catch. He actually kind of, it actually might have been an easier catch because he used the defender to to help him catch the ball.
1: Yeah, he was like, they were like pretty much attached to the hip, and then he just like separated him, let the ball fly through, and then, you know, used that to catch yeah, it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's. I don't know how Traylon Burks had held on to that touchdown pass. Do you yeah. see that? He got popped
1: and he still held on. Yeah, I hope he's, uh he does. Or he's well after that. Yeah, me too. He got he got obliterated. Yeah, that was
0: the. I really do hope he does. And I think he, he's a tough guy, so I think he he'll be back. But yeah, he's he's one of those bright young young uh, receivers that I am going to look forward to to watching as long as he doesn't have Ryan Tannehill throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about all, man. I am I'm, I'm starting to to kind of come
1: to terms with the fact that I was wrong about the Eagles. Um, well, if you want a little comedy, then something to brighten up your day. Um, AJ Brown did get the GM of the Titans fired.
0: He did. He yeah. did. I, I. Yeah.
1: So that um, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, that is funny. Uh, they had Titans had to do something. They had to do something. They weren't going to fire Vrabel. They weren't going to get rid of Tannehill. They. Uh, they. I mean, they they had to do something. And the GM, I guess, was the easy target. Yep. Uh, all right. You got anything else? Uh, that's about it. Yeah, Eagles dominate the Titans. Eagles, Eagles might be good. I'll officially say it. They, they, they might be for they real. They might be good. They might be for real. They, they. Jalen Hurts is having just an incredible. I'll, I'll finally admit it. Jalen Hurts is finally having an incredible season. The, the, the Eagles. Like, did you see the off, the Eagles offensive line? They did. They made Christmas carols together. Mm-hmm. They, they were. It was fucking awesome. The receivers are. AJ Brown is abs, an absolute monster. They in like they just they're clicking on every single cylinder. Yep, Sirianni is is he obviously he's the leading candidate for coach of the year. I disagree. I think it should be Kyle Shanahan or or Eric or I'm sorry,
1: Jesus Christ, Andy Reid. Um, and I don't I don't know. I have to disagree with you.
0: Well, you think Sirianni should get it?
1: Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely. Well, not not because I threw fifty dollars already on it, but oh, okay. Yeah. It has
0: nothing to do with
1: your future. Absolutely nothing on that future. Gotcha.
0: Okay. <laughs> did you really put a fifty dollars future on him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Fucking right, dude. That's uh, good for you, man. Uh, but yeah, they 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 the Eagles might be good. They're 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 good. Whatever, dude. All right. Anyways, uh, let's get to the Broncos Ravens. Let's quickly talk about this because Red Zone forgot about it, so I forgot about it. Um, update. Russ bathroom tot- uh, total t- touchdown count um is still twelve to eight. Twelve bathrooms to eight touchdowns. Bathroom still leading. Bathrooms, dude. This is an underdog story that I we never knew was gonna was gonna pan out. I mean, I I wish I had seen the odds on on the bathroom touchdown ratio. Oh, I definitely picked the under. I, I should have picked the under. Like I, I should have picked. I, I wonder what the spread would have been. Like it would have been like plus. It probably would have been like plus. 12 mm-hmm. plus 12 bath uh to the bathrooms yeah crazy underdog uh, odds um let's see oh i think um the, the main takeaway i had because this was just a terrible game like all broncos games are but the main takeaway i had this might be the, the silver lining for for lamar jackson here this might this might get him paid might get him paid. Might get him paid because he's gonna be out. At, he's gonna be out. Um, because what he had a sprain. Sorry, he had a. Oh, what did he have? He. I can't remember what he had, but it's gonna be one to three weeks. So yep. he's more than likely he's gonna be out at least one week. I know they're gonna try and get him back quickly because of the way that um the playoffs are set set uh, set right now. They're looking at a potential wild card spot, so mm-hmm. they need the W's. Yep. Um. I think this will show how much the Ravens – or how bad the Ravens are without Lamar.
1: Yep. I, I agree. I think that's an excellent point.
0: Silver lining for you there, Lamar. <clears throat> um, he uh, – who came in? Tyler Huntley came in for him. It was weird. Tyler Huntley – you know how some quarterbacks, they are really good at like pump fakes mm-hmm. or they're really good at scrambles or they're really good at throwing across their body. Tyler Huntley is really, really good at fake handoffs fake handoffs he's like he i mean he he got me multiple times that game there's an art to that there is you're right absolutely and he got the announcers too he's really good at it yeah and i kind of respect it i i respect it like a good pump fake for me is awesome like it gets me going i if you can fake me out with the handoff
1: I'm impressed. Yeah, it's it's the it's the intangibles, you know, the people, that are the things that you know you don't necessarily think that are direct effects on the game. So that, little details, yeah, the little details that that are good, you know, if some if people can perfect it, mm-hmm. um, can be like monumental. Yep. Um, who's the uh, the Denver kicker?
0: I can't remember his name.
1: Uh, Brandon McManus. McManus, that's it. Okay, this is why
0: you pay people like Justin Tucker a lot of money. McManus missed game potential game winning field goal because it was short. Mm-hmm. Graham Gano potential game winning field goal because it was short. Yep. Harrison Bucker potential game winning or game tying field goal because it was short. Yep. This is why you hire or I'm sorry you pay Justin Tucker the uh, type of money you pay Justin Tucker. Yep. Because he you're expecting him now to make
1: 67 yard field goals. Stats that I would like love to know but never gonna look up. Is this like a drastic amount of more 60-plus yard field goals people have been taking this year rather than other years?
0: It does seem like that. Yeah. I think people are getting ballsier with their kickers. Yeah. that or They've found a new drug to shoot up in their leg that we don't
1: know about. That's another one. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: I, here's the thing. If it's Justin Tucker we're talking about, it's definitely not because have you seen how skinny that motherfucker is? Yeah. There, no, are, z- there are zero steroids going into that dude's ass. Yeah, no
1: drugs. No drugs.
0: None. <laughs> that's just pure <laughs> leg. Yeah. And I don't know where he's getting any of it from. Um. But yeah. So hire find find the the long field goal kickers and pay them really good money. Yep. Anyways, you got anything else in on this one? Ah, uh, no, that's about it. All right. The the game red zone forgot about Broncos lose to the Ravens by one point ten to nine. All right. Browns versus Texans. Um. Let's let's not. Talk too, too much about this, but I guess we got to talk about the Watson return. Yep. This was the Watson return game. It was kind of underwhelming. I just don't think the Texans fans are really that into it. Like it was it, at the beginning of the season, it was like, cool. Like, oh, this is his return to Houston, blah, blah, blah. This will be his first game back. It's going to be drama. When you're that, when you're ten 10 and one, you can't really, or they were one nine and one when they starting into going into this week. It's really hard to get up and get pissed off at your former quarterback that actually played really, really well for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> um, the thing is, is like, I I don't think they actually really thought they had a shot act- at winning this game. You know, Mm-mm. because even though like, you know, even though they were most likely going to come in with a worse record than the Browns, anyways. When you've only won one game and you've tied another, like you don't really have much hope that you're going to actually no. win much games mm-hmm. in the down the road.
0: Exactly, you're at and that point like, of the season. They, had, I guess, they booed him a little bit. It wasn't enough. They, he had that one inter- that really bad interception early on in like the first quarter, well, yeah, just Sean Watson did, and they got to boo that or got to cheer for that. Um, but other than that, it was just it, it's it, it wasn't it was underwhelming. And here's like this is a crazy stat. There was only one offensive touchdown scored in this entire game. And it wasn't even on the Browns. It, yep. it wasn't even for the Browns. It was the Texans second tu- second score. Yep. Only one it was a 27-14 game with only one offensive touchdown.
1: Yeah, that's nuts. There was a um there was a kick return, a punt return, a safety, a scoop and score and a pick six.
0: That's awesome. I kind of like that. <laughs> I mean like it, it was they the Texans got a safety, too. They kept them out of the—or uh, mm-hmm. they they didn't let them cross the line. Uh, the Texans, man, they only have one win, and it's for, versus the Jaguars. It doesn't look very good coming up. Here's the rest of their schedule. Dallas, or at Dallas versus Kansas City, at Tennessee versus Jacksonville, at Indianapolis. They can literally lose out. They can lose out very, very easily.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure teams are very excited to see that the Texans are on their, you know, their schedule, especially those that are trying to get into the playoffs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or get that number 1 seed.
0: Yep. Tennessee's going to be l- licking their chops for this one. Um it'll be a nice win for Kansas City. They're they're going to it'll be uh
1: they'll be looking for that number 1 seed. <clears throat>
0: yep, number 1 seed and Dallas is absolutely going to need this game.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, not looking great Texans, but hey, you'll have the number one pick. Anything else? That's about it. All right. Browns beat the Texans 27-14. Seahawks versus Rams. Nothing against the Seahawks, but I think, like, if you're going to get Baker because you have that bad of a QB problem, you're probably not very good, especially on offense. You mean the Rams? What? Did you say the Rams? I said nothing against the Seahawks, but if you got to get Baker, it's not good. So Oh, like, gosh. I I, I, no I no offense you. to the Seahawks. Because they they did win and it was but it was it was kind of close. You should have won this game. Yeah. Um, Gino had a nice game and like the fact that like he's even in the conversation of MVP is a testament to Pete Carroll. I know I've said this before. Pete Carroll's a system guy. If he can find somebody like a Gino Gino Smith is just like the great value version of Russell Wilson.
1: He is. But and, I, I will say this. <clears throat> I think I figured out what. What actually makes Geno Smith really good, and it's one of those intangibles, one of those intangible things. G- yep, give that, it to me. You give know, it doesn't me. come up on the stat sheet, but I think he has really good pocket presence. Okay, and he's got enough legs to get himself out of uh, out of situations, so,
0: so he can feel the pressure where where it's coming.
1: From? He can feel the pressure where he's coming from, and because he had some times where he just immediately got went right into the open space in the pocket, and but he keeps his f- eyes downfield. He's not like a running quarterback that's just going to scramble that defenses can just commit to. Like he keeps his eyes down the field. That's what makes. That's. I mean, honestly, that's what makes Patrick Mahomes so dangerous. It's mm-hmm. not that his legs that he can run around, or run so fast. He. It's the fact that he keeps his eyes down the field and. For a quarterback, which is the hardest position in all football, the Travis Kelsey or the Kelsey, uh, you know, podcast proved that yep. already solidified that. So it's, you know, case is um, already set. <clears throat> case closed. Case closed. But, um, yeah, there's nothing harder than, you know, trying to guard a wide receiver that's going breaking off to a random part of a, their route.
0: Yep. Um, I, That's a good that's a good point. He pocket presence isn't intangible. Like you, you got if you can keep your eyes downfield and feel where the pre- pressure's coming from and avoid it. That's that's something you you can't coach that. You can't coach that. Can't coach it. Um, so DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey should get married. They're they are just the perfect husband and wife.
1: They're perfect for each other.
0: Oh my gosh! Did you see that when um. <clears throat> DK went in motion. Mm-hmm. On a, uh, there was a play where DK Metcalf went in motion, and he was already he had a, he was initially lined up across from Jalen Ramsey. And when he went into motion, he tried to wave Jalen Ramsey to go with him <laughs> so that he could be lined up against him again. It was great. It was absolutely it's it's a beautiful thing. Like it, those two, I I'm I, I'm so glad that those two play each other twice a year because the that. that that particular matchup is just—it's—it's it's my favorite Jalen Ramsey versus any wide receiver matchup.
1: Yes, yes, it, and I think you have it correct. I mean, most people think that would be a heated rivalry. No, it's—it's it's a marriage like no other.
0: Oh, it's—it's it's the the perfect marriage. Yeah, it's absolutely it, that—that's a marriage that will last the for thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. That's one where divorce is not an
1: option. Mm-mm they keep feeding off of each other
0: it's yeah. amazing
1: they and honestly they could be as toxic of a relationship as possible but they're never going to leave each other
0: oh they're too stubborn they're, they're, too, they're, way, too they're stubborn. way too stubborn to leave each other yeah it's like oh uh he wants to leave he 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 thinks he's going to be able to get me to leave guess what i'm going to i'm going to stay even harder yeah yeah good deal um yeah like i alluded to earlier McVay time to go into broadcasting your uh your rant's are kind of a dumpster fire
1: the worst hangover ever. Yeah,
0: this is a bad one. It's pretty bad. Um, we got to – this again, we're, we're, we're talking about stats that I want to know, but I'll never look up. Um, the worst Super Bowl hangover of all time. Worst Super Bowl hangover of all time? You'd have to go look. Obviously, you go look at all the Super Bowl winners, and then their next year. But, um, again, something I would love to know, but we'll not go look up.
1: Yeah. Do um, you think that they're trying to make a bid – because now that they're in LA and they're, you know, under the bright lights and everything, do you think they're trying to make a bid for Hard Knocks next year so they can be they can be on TV? I
0: would love Hard Knocks. The Rams Hard Knocks.
1: The Rams Hard Knocks. The
0: the, the, the just the different personalities that they have on that team. That's what they need to do. They need to stop doing Hard Knocks for boring fucking teams. Yeah. Like they, I would love to see the fuck, like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald mm-hmm. all like Von Miller all together.
1: Yeah, well, Von Miller doesn't play for the That's Rams true. anymore.
0: I'm sorry. Who's the who's the fucking uh, who's the um, the linebacker?
1: There's, um, I think Floyd. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't. I can't remember. Um, anyways, they, they, it's just a bunch of different personalities. So, I I don't
0: know. I think that would be fun. I think that would I, I would I would love to watch that one. Um, you got anything
1: else in this? Uh, that's about it.
0: All right, let's get to the Dolphins versus the 49ers. Dolphins lose to the 49ers 17 to 33. Um, Kyle Shanahan, Coach of the Year. Suck it, Joe. And um, let's see, are we. <laughs> is it uh-oh time for the Dolphins or is it get back on track for the
1: Dolphins? Um, I think I mean it's I don't think it's uh oh time. I think it's I think it's more of just like San Frans D is just that good. You think so? Yeah.
0: Um let's see. We we alluded to it earlier, Coach. Um Shanahan's trying to make it harder for himself. He's just wants more challenges. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. That Sherfield uh seventy five t- yard touchdown catch was awesome.
1: Yeah, that was. And it was like the first play of the game.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. It was great. Um, did you uh, – you saw that press conference where um, <laughs> Mike McDaniels – this is the most Mike McDaniels thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> he he asked Fields to stop scrambling.
1: Mm-hmm. It, I think
0: it was back in week nine, but it, yeah, it's it's like surfacing. He asked McDaniels to to stop – or uh, McDaniels asked Fields to stop scrambling. And when he asked, was asked why, he just said, well – I mean, nobody's ever asked him to, so I figured it wouldn't hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there, and there's been a couple other clips that have been coming out, but um, I'm loving McDaniels' uh, personality. Honestly, Miami hard knocks. Yeah, Oh, that would be good too. That would be Ty a awesome. Tyreek Hill, one. Jalen Waddle. yep. That would be great. And then you got the lovable Tua. You yeah. Know, everybody, you know, that would be the fan favorite. Yeah, that would be great. But then you got the coach that's just got the great remarks. He, honestly, he's been hysterical. <laughs> he needs to be mic'd up every game.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> did, okay, so like the whole um, TJ Watt influence is kind of what Nick Bosa is to this defense. Mm-hmm. So TJ Walked to the Steelers defense is Nick Bosa to this defense. It's they're essentially the same person.
1: Yeah.
0: Um he he was in the backfield and getting sacks and he he just is a he's a problem every single fucking time. Yeah. Um did you know this is the first points allowed in the second the, the 49ers defense, this is the first points they've allowed in the second half in the last five games. Wow. Yeah. This this 49ers defense has been on point. Mm-hmm. It's been absolutely nuts. Um,
1: that's that's some second half adjustments right there. Yes,
0: exactly. It, which is Kyle Shanahan's, I think that's that's his forte. Like, that's mm-hmm. just what he does best. Um, yeah, you got anything else on this one? Uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, I, I guess it's, it. this is, it's not an uh-oh time. It's not, um, so I guess the Dolphins is just, you know, let's get back on track. Let's, let's. Get back to the grindstone, you know. Let's let's play some football because they did lose to to
1: Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, Mr. So irrelevant. Like,
0: you know, it's it that's that's got to sting a little bit. Um, all right, let's get to the game of the week. In my opinion, Chiefs versus Bengals.
1: Little rematch from the playoffs.
0: The, the AFC Championship rematch. Um, dude, this is it's kind of everything we wanted, right?
1: Oh, it's I mean it's the new Manning uh, Brady matchup, or you know. Uh, it, yeah, matchup Manning Brady rivalry. Yeah, I love it. It's it's awesome.
0: It and like the top of the AFC is just gonna be so fucking exciting to watch, just year in year out. It's I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, the like Joe Burrow first drive methodical. Yeah, on it was perfect. He, you couldn't scripted a better fucking first drive. Um, it was the um. What else did they have? They had the uh, the roughing the passer call was a little tough. I did yeah, see that. that I was think a they little need tough. to I think they need to adjust their the strictness of the, the call based on how much the defender weighs. So like oh, yeah. the more the defender weighs, the more lenient the ref should be. Okay. So the less the defender weighs. The less lenient they should be, because it's harder. It's harder for the for the heavier guys to shift their weight around. Like you, if you saw what's his face was was going on top of Joe Burrow, there was no shifting that weight around. Yeah, you would have needed a crane to shift that guy's
1: weight. Yeah, so, that's like, true.
0: That was tough, and I don't know. I I didn't like
1: it. it so was, did the refs? <clears throat> did the refs officially dub Joe Burrow as an elite quarterback? Because quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, always get the calls. I guess so. So uh, you know, officially the the refs, the officials have you know dubbed Joe Burrow an elite quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess so, dude. The the Bengals are, are are getting hot at the right time.
1: They're kind of doing the same thing they did last year. Exactly the same thing that
0: they did last year. Joe Cool is is in out in full force. He's absolutely
1: amazing. Um, does he? Do they think they're in the playoffs right now, like last year's playoff right now, because of the scheduling? How they play Tennessee and now they're playing Kansas City. Mm. They just kind of envision themselves like back in the playoffs again.
0: I didn't. That's true. I didn't even think of that.
1: Right? They, they, they might be. I hope not.
0: They, they need to like keep this, this going. I mean, I'm a, I'm a. The Saints are trash, so I guess I'm gonna go for the Bengals. You know?
1: Yeah. Joe real. Burrow
0: still wears his LSU shit. Yep. He's still awesome. wearing the LSU cleat. Fucking love it. And the the bracelet. Yep. And the shoulder pad. It's awesome. Um, Let's see. What else did I have on this? They had a fourth and one goal line call. Okay. So, when you're on the goal line, it was the end of the second – end of the first half. The very mm-hmm. end of the first half. There's this goal – the fourth and one play – don't do an end around. It's a you need if you're on the goal line, you can't do plays that take long to develop. And by long, I mean any amount of time. Yeah. Goal line plays need to be bam bam into the end zone. Yeah. They they can't be like, oh, I'm gonna set this guy in motion, and then I'm gonna hand, I'm gonna hand the ball off, and then he's got to get around people. No, dude. Whenever you're in the goal line like that, like the the intensity is is insane. So anytime a player moves. Everybody's focus is going to go to that player that's moving. Yeah. Why are you going to hand them the ball?
1: Yeah. And I guess uh, to elaborate on that, too, like <clears throat> when you have more open space, you like in, um, you have a little bit, like if you're on a different side of the field, you have a little bit more makeup ground so you can still do the deep ball. Whereas in the red zone, if you get back, backed up, you don't have like that deep ball to get you out. You're just backed up and you don't also have that first down to reset the downs. Yes. So like, yeah, you don't want to make mistakes in the in the red zone and or at you know when you have goal to go.
0: Exactly. Um, no, I, t- I totally agree. So you remember how um, we dubbed Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase all wide receiver number ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm revoking the Tyler Boyd wide receiver number one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he so, dropped it. So Tyler Boyd had a just a picture perfect pass from Joe Burrow right in his bread basket and he just missed it like it hit him it. it he it went through his hands hit him in a helmet like it was it was just bad so yeah. I'm revoking I'm revoking his wide receiver 1 card
1: okay um it
0: was terrible how about Mahomes Air Jordan
1: Yes, that was great. I, I like how QBs are now just dunking the ball over the goal line. You know, <laughs> like you, it used to be like your your Peyton Manning, your Drew Brees. They would just like they would you know hover the ball over the end zone. Now it's just like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are just dunking.
0: It. And dude, they're gonna like it, they're gonna end up incorporating like a three sixty dunk. Yeah, they're gonna like spin around people and just dunk it. And I'll, I'll hope they like they <laughs> it would be funny if like after they cross the goal line they just throw it.
1: And they just yeah, throw it down.
0: Or or even better yet, they could have their touchdown celebration could be somebody making a hoop with their arms and then them dunking it.
1: Or you just be Jimmy Graham and just dunk it over the field goal post. Yeah.
0: Well, you can't really touch the field goal post anymore. So I guess you just just have better ups, just get a, get above the goal post without touching it. Yeah, they're athletes. Yeah, just be better. It's just okay. be better. It's that simple. Um let's see. The last thing I have is Dude, Joe Cool is is the man, especially when the pressure's on late in the game. Yep, that pass to T Higgins to solidify the win, easy like that was. He made that was the easiest looking fucking thing in the world, but had the most amount of pressure with, with the most amount of pressure.
1: I think that's going to be the big key about both of these teams in this matchup moving forward is that both of these teams are going to be ultra-aggressive. Yep. Like We're just not going to see any conservative play calling with these teams, which is going to be so exciting. I'm here for it. Yeah,
0: I'm here for every second of it. Do you have anything else in this game? That's it. All right. Uh, potential AFC Championship rematch. Uh, Chiefs versus Bengals. Chiefs lose to the Bengals 24-27. All right. Let's get to the Chargers-Raiders. Um, it was a really good game. I don't really have too much up on this the Chargers lose to the Raiders. Once again, I know we said this, it's like beating a dead horse, but the Raiders are literally being held together by three players. Yep. It's Max Crosby. Again, Max Crosby has another one of those advanced stats where he might not, be, he might not fill up the box score, but that advanced analytics will show you that he is involved in every single play. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs, and Devontae Adams.
1: Yep. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. I mean, Devontae Adams had another sick one handed catch. Oh, that's just, in just in becoming the, routine. In the, in
0: the fourth quarter?
1: Uh fourth quarter and uh earlier in the game. Dude,
0: it, 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 the one in the fourth quarter was absolutely fucking
1: insane. That one was nasty, but the, the touchdown catch was actually a, was nasty too because he had the, the defender draped all over him. Yep, yep. Um Is Brandon Staley's seat getting warmer? Mm, I thought the exact same thing. So this is the analogy that I have. Basically, you know how you like you when you plug in an iron mm-hmm. and like, you know what, like at first you don't really feel it. Yep. But like you, you touch it that one time and you start getting an initial heat. He's at least getting that right now.
0: Okay. So it's not like you don't touch it and burn your finger, but you touch it and you're like, okay, all right, starting. to. I'm it, seeing a difference now. Yeah. The the power outlet works. Yes. You know, it's so like what you plugged it into. It, it, it works. So now you see that. Okay. I like it. Um, uh, the it's, he's, they're, they're two and four in the last six games. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. It's not, it's not great. And they, it's not like they, they've, the, they've beaten the teams that they're supposed to beat, but four like four losses to decent team, they were decent teams, but like, you gotta come away with, at least make it three and three, mm-hmm. you know, or four, four and two is obviously better, but two and four in your last six. And this, they had, at the beginning of the game, they had hopes of, uh. Winning the division
1: yep I think but the thing is I think the reason why he wouldn't he can't get fired this year is he's got the excuse he's got the injury bug excuse
0: I yeah that's true I mean he's got Miami and Tennessee coming up next two weeks next two games so it's gonna be tough like you can, I guess you can milk the injury bug but it's it's gonna be tough when you're two and when you're two and six in your last um eight games mm-hmm that's tough. Yep. Um, that, that's about all I had. It was a de like I said, it was a decent game. Yep. Um, and it's fun. It's fun to watch the Raiders just for those three players. Like it's actually worth tuning into. Yeah. No, Keenan, Al- Keenan Allen had a nice touchdown catch. It was that was nice. But yeah, I mean that's that's about all I had. Do you have anything else?
1: Yeah, you know how we talked about our, earlier, um, well, how Derrick Henry's the perfect running back for a flea flicker. Yeah, the perfect wide receiver for a flea flicker, Devontae Adams. Yes. Yes. Because Devontae Adams just needs a step over somebody, and that flea flicker gets that step. So just imagine if like they had a offense with Derrick Henry and Devonte Adams, and they did a flea flicker. That would be the f- best flea flicker of all time. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Um, the, so I, I know which flea flicker you were talking about. I saw it. I, that was like the slowest developing flea flicker, flicker. Yeah. Slowest developing flea flicker I've ever seen. Yeah. And honestly, I think that was purposely
1: done to get Devontae Adams so wide open. Well, that's the thing. He, all he needs is just that one step. He yeah. just needs an extra step because then he's, also, he's going to naturally gain two extra steps on, on the player.
0: For sure. And he's bigger than him. And he's better route runner. And he's got better hands. Yeah. So he's the total package. It's wild. Um, who do you think is the best receiver? Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, or Devontae Adams? I'd say Justin Jefferson, but I I would think Devontae have, Adams would probably get the Yeah. Advantage. I
1: think t- he, Devontae has more of a sample size, so if we're just talking this season, it puts Jefferson more into the conversation. Honestly, I think Tyreek Hill still has his like ups and down games. I mean he's he's really good, but he's still he's not I don't think he's as consistent. Like if, if they need a play for like Jefferson and Adams is there.
0: Yeah, so it's it's out of Jefferson and Adams. I agree. I th- I just threw Tyreek in there just because he's got an insane, he's good. Don't get me he's wrong. He's got an insane amount of yards. Yeah. Um. But Justin Jefferson, he like him and Devonte Adams continuously week in week out make these absolutely ridiculous catches. And you, if you're in a bind. If you're Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr, you can close your eyes and throw
1: it just in the general area of both of those receivers, and they'll come down with. it. Then they'll come down with it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The difference maker is that yeah, Tyreek Hill has those yards, which I mean, obviously, run, round, uh, route running and speed is like a huge part of being over wide receivers. But I mean, the the hands that Devonte Adams and Jefferson continuously display is just unmatched. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I agree.
0: You got anything else on this? That's it. All right. Uh, Chargers lose to the Raiders, twenty to twenty-seven. Uh, Colts versus Cowboys. I let's get through this one fairly quickly because <laughs> the fact that there was this game was nineteen to twenty-one going into the fourth quarter just blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> blows my mind. It does. It was the the most insane fourth quarter I've ever I think I've ever seen from a a single team. Like thirty-three points in the fourth.
1: Yeah, Matt Ryan's ice in his veins is uh, definitely heating up because there was four four turnovers in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It, they, no, the ice melted. Yeah, the ice is melted. Yeah.
0: He's just got actual water, which is not good for your veins. No. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Did you see the Dallas Cowboys helmets? Yes, I did notice the they, Dallas those, Cowboys. Those, those stupid fucking stripes on the, on the helmet? Mm-hmm. They, I think it was a tribute or like a memorial to something or whatever. Like it was supposed to be American, but a lot of people were like, no, that's the French flag, dumbass. And yeah. I, here's, I have a different theory. I think, I, I'm saying fuck the Cowboys now. I think they're traitors. They're traitors. I think they were really Netherlands fans. Oh. Because that's also the Netherlands flag. Ooh. It's weird. The French flag is, is blue, white, and red. And then the Netherlands flag, yeah, the French flag's blue, white, and red. And then the Netherlands flag is red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah, interesting. Like you could have done so many other things to make it American, but you went with a f- fucking French or Netherlands flag. They're, yeah. they're traitors. They they were so they're actually, not
1: America's team anymore. No,
0: no, they're Netherlands team There's or whatever the fucking team. European country they want to be. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck yeah. the Cowboys. They they were rooting for. They were rooting against the U.S. of A. Fuck them, Cheese and Pete's. Um, oh, I, <laughs> so um, you know how in baseball you can tip pitches? Like you could, like they, like the batters will kind of know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I figured out C.D. Lamb. When C.D. Lamb tucks his chain into his shoulder pads, that he's getting the ball. He's getting the ball. Yeah, it's a theory. It's a theory. I saw it a couple of times. I've or I've seen it a couple of times, and it happened this past game but if CD lamb tucks his chain into his shoulder pads he's getting the ball
1: no, but the, route, he, the route is intended for him it's he's yes yes so
0: when you're playing Madden and you call a pass play he's the route with the red yes so I there's a theory um anyways let's I just want to talk about this fourth quarter real quick uh, it started with a uh, Michael Gallup three yard touchdown. Um, reception, then a fumble t- fumble return for a touchdown, a um, Tony Pollard rush touchdown, a Zeke rush touchdown, and a Davis rush t- t-
1: touchdown. Yeah, just kind of laying it on them. Yeah, I don't know what what beef they had with uh with the Colts. It might be some internal conflict that was going on that we just don't know about. But um, Cowboys had some beefs.
0: I well, they it, it just seemed like the Colts players just stopped playing football. Like Matty Ice was turning the ball over left and right, and it was just it, it didn't look good.
1: <laughs> so that uh that Jeff Saturday fire, it's gone out.
0: Yeah, I think I think so. I I don't, and it's it's not really fair to Jeff Saturday. Cause he was kind of put in a pretty shitty position, mm-hmm. um, but hey, you know he might turn it around. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think he's a. I don't. I don't think he's a, a NFL head football coach per se. I think he should stay in the booth. But I mean, hey, sometimes some people got to make the mistake in order to learn and know what what the mistake actually is. So, you got anything else? That's it. All right. Uh, Colts lose to the Cowboys, nineteen to fifty four. That was a score scoregami. That score's never been done before. Or never, um, <clears throat> we've never had that score before. Uh, all right. Well, might as well get to it. Saints versus the fucking Bucks. Um, well, our helmets were cool. Helmets were cool. That's about that. That's I, that's all I really want to say. But I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um.
1: I've I've uh, actually i spin this in my mind. I've already spent it off in my mind. Uh, basically. The fact of the matter is, the Saints are trash. Saints Saints are not good, not a good team, regardless of what what factor is laying into it. But the problem is, is like I would have convinced myself that they would have had a Super Bowl chance if they um, if they made it to the playoffs, because I that's how I just you know hypothetically and just will create these fictitious, uh, you know, Super Bowl run stories in my head. Okay. But I would have been let down so hard in the playoffs.
0: So you're basically thanking them for not giving you false hope. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, because, like, hope, hope, hope can be a dangerous thing. Like, yes. it's a good thing, but it can also be a very dangerous thing.
1: Yeah. Like, it, it's it's, a, it's it, a bipolar bitch.
0: But. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like going into the Texas A&M game. I had uh, the LSU-Texas A&M game. I had all the hope in the world, and I was on cloud nine. And when you drop down from cloud nine, it's a very, very long, hard fall. And when you hit the bottom, your brain splatter everywhere, and you die.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I,
0: I like, like a part of me died when yeah. when Texas A&M beat Al- the beat Al- beat Al- LSU. Yeah. So hope can be the best thing in the world. It's it's fun. It's nice. It gets you excited. Mm-hmm. But. False hope is just – it. that's what the Saints would have provided you. Yeah. I like that spin zone. Um, I hope the Bucks lose the first round of playoffs. No one – like I said earlier, the, no one should represent the NFC South in the playoffs. Nope. Uh, um, I, I really don't have anything else because it's the same shit, just a different week for the New Orleans Saints. Like, I can only say the same shit every week for so long before I just I, – I start driving myself fucking crazy. Yeah. Like – Hey, here's an idea. Let's not run the ball when ninety-nine percent of the time when Taysom Hill is behind quarter- or is in quarterback. Um, let's let's maybe try somebody else besides Andy Dalton. Anyone?
1: Um, also, third and one when you're trying to ice the game. Um, a slant pattern Yeah. to what, not your best wide receiver.
0: What? Again, I'm I'm just I like Dennis Allen a lot. And I'm really, really trying hard not to shit on him right now. So I'm just going to shit on Pete Carmichael. I'm going to say that was Pete, Pete Carmichael's uh, job. I'm or That was his, that was his doing. Maybe. Because yeah, our defense has been – they're, they're still playing stellar. Like our defense, we just need some type of help from our offense. Like yep. just something. Now, obviously, they had the breakdown late in the – Late in the game, like the or like late in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady had his fucking comeback, yada yada yada. He has forty four now. He beep he passed Peyton Manning for all time, blah blah fucking blah. Um he's gonna be alone for on Christmas. <laughs> he's gonna be a fucking loser. Home alone twelve.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. Oh gosh. Yeah. So that's about it on that one.
0: Yeah. Saints lose to the Bucks 16 to 17. All right. Um let's go to college. It's not going to be too too much better. Uh let's just let's let's, let's why don't let's just keep our let's keep us miserable. How about we just keep keep ourselves miserable? Let's do the LSU Georgia game. Get through it. Um the it uh, the spin zone we didn't quit.
1: This was a moral's victory. A moral victory. A moral so, uh, victory. So uh, game basically, you know, Really didn't have a shot in it, but we're just going to pick out all the moral victories out of this one and use it for next year.
0: Yep, yep. Um, starting with Keshawn Boutte is coming back.
1: Keshawn Butte is coming back. You know, back. That, he
0: was the, he was the biggest problem. Like he wasn't a problem, but as far as the attitude goes, he was the he had the worst attitude on the team. Mm-hmm. And if Brian Kelly can get somebody like him to come back, yep, that's a good that's a good start. That's a that, that, to me, means that he has the locker room. He's got the you locker I, room. You, know, you and I are big locker room guys. Oh, yeah. you got to have room. the locker room. He has the locker room. Yeah. That's what that means to me. Because Keyshawn Boutte easily can go into the draft. Very easily can go into the transfer portal. Decides to stay with at LSU. hmm Huge. Yeah. Massive. That's my spin zone. Because we got stomped. We got absolutely stomped. And honestly, they we it LSU didn't look right since that fucking obnoxious field blocked field goal that they returned somehow we forgot that a blocked field goal still means a live ball it's still a live ball like it's still a live ball and like even Georgia like paused like i'm, I'm sitting there i'm yelling at the tv what are you doing yeah how has our special teams been this bad all year
1: it's yeah i don't know that's i mean that's definitely a coaching problem because as far as and i'm thinking more regards to the special teams coach um so and, and i don't know if like special teams has other responsibilities um uh, being an assistant head coach i don't know if you know that title um with like some of the assi- uh, assistants there's always one person that's an assistant head coach
0: uh-huh so i, I don't know i, I think focused- it's, it's it's a recent thing right I think it's sort it's,
1: of semi. It hasn't,
0: it hasn't always been there. It's been like the last ten years type thing. I think. Yeah.
1: So, but um, so I don't know if he's been too involved with the assistant head coaching role. But um, he needs focus, We need to at least, hey, either have him devoted to that assistant head coaching role and get somebody else on special teams, or get another special teams coordinator. Because I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, though, it's going to be hard because he's a good friend of. Uh, Brian Kelly, they've been together in Notre Dame, yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, I I don't know how you don't – that's like – because you have to teach your special teams. I mean they were – everybody was – everybody from special teams was walking off the field. Walking
0: off the field? Yeah. Like it was was blowing my mind. I don't know how you don't – like I I, I knew that rule when I was fucking 12. Yeah, right. I I just don't – I don't get it. Yeah. yeah, no. Get rid of the special teams guy. I don't care if he's your friend. This is a business, Brian Kelly. Do do something. Let's let's do something. Yep. Um. But congratulations to the Georgia. They're gonna win it again. They uh, the playoffs are set. There, it's gonna be. So we have number one Georgia, number two Michigan, number three TCU, and number four Ohio State. Um, TCU should not be in it. That's. I'm just. I'll just go ahead and say it. They shouldn't be in it. They're gonna get crushed by Michigan. The only reason they're not number four is because the playoff committee didn't want a a rematch of Michigan-Ohio State so soon. If it happens in the Mm -hmm. national championship, it happens. That's okay. But Georgia versus Ohio State and then Michigan versus TCU. I, it's, pro, in my opinion, it's going to be a Georgia versus Michigan game, and I'm going to love every second of
1: they're it. They're going to set it up. They're setting it up for that, and it's, yeah, I think it's going to be good.
0: Like, the both teams are very good, even even with uh, Quorum out for Michigan. It's going to be two great
1: personalities at head coach. Quorum should be coming back, though, not I don't, I don't think so. He's not going to be back for the national championship game? I don't. Uh, for the, the national championships game is not until a little later. Right,
0: I know. I think he's going to be out. I'll, I'll. I'll follow up on that but I think he's going to be out for the rest of the year. I, I for some reason I remember seeing that. But again, it's going to be great. I, I I really hope it's going to be Michigan uh, Georgia. I just really hope it's like the the Georgia Ohio State game is going to be bad for me just visually cuz they're both red and okay. they're both like different shades of red. Yeah, you're big big colors guy. Yeah, it, big color uniform. Yeah. Guy. And uh, same with like the purple and the um the blue for Michigan TCU. Imagine if it's TCU versus Ohio State in the National Championship. That would be just horrendous.
1: That would be. That would be horrendous.
0: Anyways, let's get to the next game.
1: All right. And then I guess another one of those playoff teams, Big Ten Championship was Purdue uh, 22 and Michigan 43. Um, kept it, Purdue kept it close in the first half. Yeah, yeah. It was. But another over, overmatch game, kind of like the SEC Championship.
0: In college, especially, like the NFL f- is different, but in college, the better team always, like more times than not, you'll you know who the better team is based on how they play in the second half. There's going to be
1: greater disparity between yes, the
0: teams. Yes, the NFL is obviously different. Obviously, it's a it's a more level playing field on the uh, NFL level. But yeah, the, you'll clearly Michigan was the better team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I like the way that Big Ten has the divisions, though. I don't think they should change it. People are like. Put Ohio State and Michigan in two different divisions, you know, because like it's an overwhelmingly better division. Because Purdue, like obviously, you know, Purdue won the one I don't know what division they're in, I don't yeah. know what it's called, but they won their division. It's like they're legends. In it's, it's like whatever. Mi- Michigan, division. Ohio State, and Penn State are all in the same division.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So
0: I I, I like it. I think they should keep it. Fuck it.
1: Hey, I mean, to be honest with you, it helped Ohio State get into the playoffs. It did. It did. Uh, Yeah, I I don't really
0: have anything else on that one. That's kind of exactly how I thought it would go.
1: Yep. Uh, Next, we got the ACC, which was Clemson 39, North Carolina 10. Um, I thought North Carolina was going to put up a little bit more of a fight. If I'm being honest, yeah. Honestly, I'm waiting for North Carolina to kind of take that next step because, like, Mac Jones or Mac Mac Jones, Uh, Mac Mac Brown Brown has gotten that program revived a little bit, but he hasn't really taken the next status of being or next step of being like elite status. Yeah,
0: he had some good wins this year. He like North Carolina played well, and I. How long has he been there? He's been there for a couple years, right? I want to say about
1: three, three three or four years.
0: It's it now. It's about that time. Like he's won enough. To, to keep his job, now it's time to—or, like, he's won, he's won enough to establish his job. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to win more to keep your job.
1: Yeah, and now it should be, like, his players. Yes. Too. So, so I'm kind of waiting for the next step, but it's not this year. Um, Clemson definitely took over on that one, but they actually did something that they did— that they probably should have done after the Syracuse game. So I don't know if you remember uh, DJ, Cle- DJ.
0: Clemson or uh, North Carolina? Clemson. Okay.
1: Um, so DJ Ungolali. Ungolali. He played terrible during the Syracuse game and got benched for the fresh true freshman, Cade Mm-hmm. And Cade was actually the one that actually kind of got him back into that game.
0: I think um, I remember that. I, I, yeah. I remember
1: that. But they, they continued with DJ um, for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and he's been kind of up and down. They, they lost a the game um, because of it, or lost a couple games because of it, um, but this time around, they went with like one series with DJ, and he didn't do so hot, and then they, they put Cade uh, in like immediately, and you can see the results. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a little confused on why Dabo didn't do that, um, but it looks pretty promising for Clemson next year. Um, but, yeah, that, that's the kind of head-scratcher.
0: Is, is DJ Ungo um, la, la, la 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 Is he going to be back next year, or is he a senior, or is he – is he is he going into the NFL draft?
1: Um, he I want to say he's he might be a junior, but he might also be a sophomore too.
0: Yeah, but he can transfer.
1: But I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> if Cade's gonna establish himself, he's gonna transfer.
0: Yeah, and I feel like coaches they could pretty much tell like right early on, and I think it'll be earlier and earlier, especially with the transfer portal becoming a big thing now. Mm-hmm. Like they they're gonna be like, hey, look. I'm going to go ahead and let you know this guy's probably going to start above you or it's going to be a really, like, you. if you want to get out and have a, a a definite starting role, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. This is your out.
1: So. Yep. Um, yeah, good for Clemson, I guess. Yep. Um. All right. We'll go through a couple of these a little bit quickly. Uh, the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. Uh, Tulane beats UCF. Let's go, fucking Green Wave. I uh, know they get their first Cotton Bowl appearance ever. So they beat the UCF forty-five to twenty-eight. Um, Willie Fritz has got some stuff going on. Yeah, in that, he does. That, so that program got that rave That wave rolling, baby. Yep. He saw an opportunity that, you know, the Roll Tide wave is maybe dimming down a little bit. He's going to try to take over. Green wave. No, with the green wave.
0: I see. I'll, I'll say green wave. Uh, let's see. Roll wave? No. Um, we'll figure something out. Green we'll wave.
1: Out. Yeah, they haven't been good for a while, so we'll have to figure out their traditions and, yeah. like, sayings and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mountain West, um, Fresno State beats Boise State 28-16. Uh, Usual suspects yeah. out of the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah. Usual I was about suspects. To say. <laughs>
0: those are the two. If you would have like, I don't really know too too much about the, the Mountain West, but um, if you would have asked me at the start of the season who is going to be in that conference championship, that's I'd more than likely that's probably what I was going to say.
1: I mean, for most people, we probably only know those two teams and the Mountain West.
0: Is, is UTEP in it?
1: Uh, I would have said UTEP. Maybe I think UTEP is. Yeah, I think you're or, right. San, or is, in San Jose. I think San Jose. San Jose is yeah. in it. There you yeah.
0: Go. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. So, yeah.
1: But yeah, the Fresno and Boise, that would have been my two. That would two have been guesses. the two. Yeah. First two. Yep. Um, Sun belt conference, Troy beats Coastal Carolina 45 to 26. Nice. I was um, hoping
0: Coastal Carolina would win that. But. Yep.
1: Um, I was actually hoping my alumni uh, school would make it, uh, University of South Alabama. University of South Alabama. But I think they lost the head to head matchup against Troy. Gotcha. Um, but they were both pretty good. I think they both only lost two yeah. games this year.
0: I did a semester there too.
1: Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we got another finishing wrapping up the smaller conferences. MAC. MAC. Um, beat, Toledo beat Ohio seventeen to seven. Conference USA. UTSa um, beats North Texas forty eight to twenty seven. So a uh, internal Texas Texas uh, game and an internal no. Ohio game. Ohio. That was two, kind of two two states that.
0: Love football. Yes, like I, I lived in Ohio for a while, and I, I didn't realize until I moved up there how big football is. It's like, and they're like big, especially their high school football. Yeah, high school football and college football is huge in Ohio. It's like it's literally like the like down. It's basically the northern version of down south. Like as yeah. far as football goes. Yeah, it's it's actually absolutely incredible. Yeah, I that's I, I was pleasantly surprised at how much they love their college, high school college uh, football there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me.
1: All right, going back to the uh, the bigger conferences, we had the Big Twelve Championship, which was TCU getting beat by Kansas State in overtime, thirty-one to twenty-eight, which was an incredible game.
0: If this game hadn't gone into overtime, I don't think TCU would have made it into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, you don't think so?
0: No, I think if Kansas State would have beat them in regulation, I think it would have been it would have been uh, TCU out, Alabama in.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense.
0: So good for TCU, I guess. They, y'all are gonna get smoked, but. Yeah, Kansas State, nice. They're gonna get a good bowl game.
1: Yeah, so you know, adds a little bit more variety in the playoffs. You know,
0: I guess.
1: So, I guess. Um, all right, uh, Pac-12. Um, Utah versus USC. We got the we got the luxury of seeing this game on Friday.
0: Oh, it was beautiful. So, oh, uh, words cannot express my disdain for USC.
1: Yes, Utah just absolutely destroyed. Oh, let's put it a little bit more. Uh, Better way of putting it. Utah's tight ends destroyed Dude, USC,
0: annihilated.
1: Just yeah, USC has trouble with uh, guarding tight ends. I, I maybe um, maybe Lincoln Riley forgets that's a position on the field. I guess so. With his spread offense, he's mm-hmm. just like oh, it's just wide receivers. It's all wide receivers. <laughs> they just he just thinks of like like taller skinny
0: guys. That are really fast. He forgets about the big fucking boulders that can also come out and catch balls too.
1: Yeah, so he's like most of the time that he when he sees somebody like that size, he throws them on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, so like yeah, he does. He's not familiar with tight ends because it, apparently his defenses can't guard them. No, and he he hasn't been at schools that
0: like Oklahoma and USC. They're not they're not really schools that utilize the I mean, Oklahoma utilizes tight ends a little more, but they're all about they're all about just spread offenses.
1: Yeah, oh,
0: John. Yeah, I was happy to see that. Good old, good win for Utah. Good for them.
1: Yep. Um, and then, so that wraps up the uh, conference championships, but I do have a little bit, one last tidbit that we should probably talk about. Primetime is taking its talents to Colorado.
0: Colorado University. Yes. I think that's a perfect place for,
1: for primetime. I think so, too. The more I, that I was thinking about it, because, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I guess, I, I I mean, he could be ready for, like, a blue chip uh, elite program just because it's primetime, but, like, this is a good stepping stone for him. Yeah.
0: I i the first thing I thought was that. I was like, um, okay, so that's not a major college. What's he I don't know what he's doing. And then I was like, okay, that makes sense. It's a stepping stone. And then I was like, well, does he have the personality for a Colorado school? And cuz I think, you know, he might be too much. It might be too much a, for Colorado. A the little Coloradans. too much for Colorado. But then I was thinking about it, I think he might I think he might blend in perfectly with them. Might be fine. I think that would be like I think it might just be his his destination like mm. I, I i don't know there's a reason why he's going out west there is so i guess we'll see anything so, else uh, i think that's about wraps it up all righty um Let's see, we'll have, what, week 14 next week. A lot of fantasy leagues are going to be finishing up their fantasy league. Uh, mm-hmm. They're finishing up their, this, probably their last week before they start playoffs. Yep. It's good, It's getting good. We're getting to the last 25% of the NFL season. This is where, uh, like, the people fighting for playoff spots are going to – these games are going to get really intense. Um, You're going to get a lot of division games, Um, and you're going to get a lot of – People winning, winning and losing their fantasy championship.
1: I will say this. Because we went to a 17-game sh- uh, schedule this year, I don't think people realize that there's a week 14 bye. So people that are getting into the playoffs and stuff like that, there are six teams that are on week, uh, week 14 bys. Tough. There was only two this week, and there was none none during Thanksgiving week. Right.
0: I guess that's something we got to look at because we're not used to this. No. We're not used to this at all. So, whenever you're drafting your fantasy team, you have to check those buys. Yeah. Especially those later buys when you're trying to, when you're, when you're kind of, if you're vying for a playoff spot and you need to win, you need to put together like a winning streak, you can't have these buys going. And then, especially first week of the playoffs, you got buys, you're done. You're done. You are toast. So, that's a good point. All right. We will uh, we'll see y'all next week. Love you. Later.